Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayez, Shir number 309. Today we're going to talk about a very difficult and painful topic, which is emotional abuse, which exists, which is prevalent, and it's important for people who are listening to this Shir, if what is described in this Shir is something resonating with you, uh, that you're a recipient of this emotional abuse, then you need to get the help right away, and if you are, you sense from what I'm saying that you may be an emotional abuser, then you need to get help right away and unwind that pattern completely and get that help that you need. Emotional abuse is a very, very subtle. It like hides in plain sight. Um, you don't see broken bones, you don't see black eyes, um, but it's just as brutal, and sometimes even more so. And um, it causes the one who is the recipient of that abuse to feel confused about themselves, pathetic, weak, ugly feelings of yourself being that way. And it's very important somehow to love yourself enough to know that it is not okay. Um, this Kamayim Alpanim Alpanim thing, and even what the Balshemtiv says, um, that, you know, if, if someone um, hurts you, that means you have to look into yourself and make a cheshman nefesh. maybe you deserve it for whatever reason. That's not where you apply that concept. And um, so we could talk about that at a different time, why that's not the case. But you can't assume uh, that if you're being abused, that means uh, you're in a, you know, that means you're you deserve it, or that you, uh, you know, whatever it is, uh, are really have that mida in you. Um, so that's something that has to be very clear. Most abusers, ninety uh, percent of them, have witnessed abuse growing up in their own home. Either they were abused themselves, or they saw abuse at home. And it distorted their whole concept of what love is and what respect is and what decency is. A couple of signs as to whether you are a victim of emotional abuse. Uh, we're going to talk husband and wife because it's Shalom Bayashir, but it could also be parent to child. But a husband to wife relationship is an example would be is that they check your phones and emails without your permission for the purpose of being manipulative about it. They often degrade you. They humiliate you. They say, uh, you know, if you uh, said something insensitive that upset you, and uh, they'll tell you you're crazy, or that you're too sensitive, or uh, I'm just kidding, you know, and, uh, you, you know, you don't take it so seriously. There's a lot of sarcastic teasing um, that takes place. You tease uh, the person in a very sarcastic, mean way, and again, you cover it up by saying, yeah, I'm just kidding, you know, whatever it is. Many of them have a explosive temper or they're connected to a particular addiction, alcohol, other things that um, make matters a lot worse. Sometimes it could actually be violent, sometimes too. Hold, you know, pull, pull your arm, um, pull your shaitel off. Uh, a wife could be physically abusive to the husband as well. Um and very often they'll say afterwards, you know, I was just kidding, you know, why are you so mad? They'll try to control you, manipulate you. They're excessively jealous. 
extremely jealous. And um, sometimes they'll try to pressure to have sex with you using emotional or guilt-ridden ways. For example, a husband may tell the wife, you know, it's, it's your fault. You're causing me to sin and look at other women and do this to do that. And, uh, you know, uh, and they'll even quote Chazals. This is a, <laughs> you have very, a big uh, lamdanim uh, that use Chazals to use, use emotional abuse. You see, uh, it says that uh, a good wife saves her husband from sin, so you need to have sex with me so I shouldn't look at other women. That's manipulation and abuse. Uh, wife also, you know, you're, you're a lousy husband in many, many, many ways. And this is, uh, the, the sexual aspect is what I need. At least, you know, be half normal over there. You know, those type of cruelty type of things, um, the sarcasm of it is, is, a, is a very terrible thing. Um, and the, this constant criticism... It could be criticism of small things. It could be criticism of big things. But the key is, is that it's unrelenting. It keeps on going, on and on, nonstop, until you get to the point where you feel you can't do anything right. That's the feeling you get from this constant bashing. They also try to isolate you from your friends and family. Sometimes they'll do it directly by saying, you know, I don't want you to, you know, they're a bad influence on you. Um, and they'll put them down and, uh, you know, and, and try to isolate you from that loved one of a family member or friend. Or sometimes they'll use a t- tool to say, you know, I, I really want to spend time with you. And they'll throw guilt at you to isolate you. Um, or they'll say it's a bad hashpa, this person on you, when it's not true. And the goal of the abuser is to isolate you in order to control and manipulate you. Very often what they use also is a silent treatment, stonewalling for hours, sometimes days, um, in, in whatever they think that you did wrong. And it won't stop until you give in to whatever they want you to give in to. Um, so, you know, that that's also a tremendous, uh, terrible tool that they use. What they'll also do is you'll see a sudden change of affection. They'll express love sometimes, and, and on a turn of a dime, they'll all of a sudden uh, be very, very uh, angry or manipulative and, um, and, uh, and um, very uh, angry. Another sign is that they'll never apologize. I mean, practically never, ever apologize. They'll always find excuses or reasons why they did what they did, and they'll make you feel like you're the crazy one or you're the wrong one. This could unfortunately happen with a parent-child also. Yes, you have to be mechanech your child. And yes, sometimes you have to say no. And sometimes you have to discipline your child. But when you lock them up in a room, as an example, or you, um, you're, 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 they're looking forward for you to be there by their whatever they have in school, and you, you, know, you, bait, you, you hang on something they did incorrectly, and as a punishment, you don't go. That's not chenech. That's not chenech, and that hurts the child. You're hurting the child, um, and you're using these type of controlling ways to do it. Another thing that an emotional abuser will do is that when you seek help or when you try to be healthy and independent, they'll manipulate you and resent you for trying to be healthy. 
they'll become even worse, behave worse towards you when they see that you're trying to become healthier because they feel they're losing control over you and they're losing that power over you. So they're going to resent you more when you make those healthy choices. And all of these things we mentioned here, it's very, very important to reach out. Um, you call community organizations, whatever it is, and um, to get out of the situation and not alone with your kids. If you have young kids, they have to also get out of the situation. And, you know, it's beyond the scope of the shiurim in general to go into detail about these things. But it is because it requires, obviously, very, very um, um, specific outside inter intervention of professionals that know how to handle these situations. But if any of these things you see from the signs that were mentioned here are things that would make you believe that you are a victim of emotional abuse, then you need to speak to somebody that you trust, an objective friend, an objective mentor, to talk it through. So they could also assess that, you know, this is the way it is, and then take steps to protect yourself, take steps to protect your children. Obviously, in stereotypical, and it could be factually true, where in many, in marriage dynamics, it's usually the man that's more of the abuser than the woman, but it could be the other way around as well. There are many, many cases where it's the woman that's the abusive one, victimizing the husband. He may be physically stronger, but uh, she may be, you know, um, much rougher uh, and have that, they do have the ability to abuse as well. It's basically could go either way in the genders, um, although generally men are stereotypically known to be more into, you know, unfortunately falling into this, but it could happen both ways. Another thing you need to know is, is that we talked about extreme things here. What is important for all of you to know if is even if Baruch Hashem, you're not in that phase, Baruch Hashem, where there's no real emotional abuse going on, and you're good people, but what you need to do, though, is be very, very careful that behavior should not slide into it. So, for example, is if you know you're wrong about something, husband to wife, wife to husband, makes no difference, and you're very sparing with your apologies, you never apologize when you did something wrong. You hurt your wife. You yelled at your husband and for something unjustified. Or you overreacted. And then you hop later, you overreact. But you never acknowledge that mistake you made. You never apologize. So you may not be necessarily an abuser per se, but you're definitely falling into the category of getting to a point where you're very much, you know, not too far from that boundary. Or if you use harsh words... Or if you use stonewalling as a tool. Not everyone who uses stonewalling or ignoring is an abuser per se. You know, John Gottman, when we talked about that book, described how very often it's just a normal tactic that sometimes married couples do to each other instead of communicating. So it may not be as insidious and as horrific as emotional abuse the way we described it in the first uh, eight to ten minutes of the year. However you still know that there's some real work that you have to do to correct your behavior. There's still important work that needs to be done. If you criticize very often, again, an abuser does it all the time, small or large, unrelenting, that you can't do anything right, you can't do anything right. And okay, so 
even if you're not, Baruch Hashem, not in that extreme. But if you know you have that tendency of being very critical towards your husband or towards your wife, you need to really take a deep breath, take a step back, and it's a wake-up call. It's a wake-up call. And you ask yourself, you know, human beings are very, very, um, you know, um, influenced and they could easily turn good people, could turn bad, bad people can turn good. The Chenech talks about it in Parshish Bay. And it's very, very scary. You may think you're a good person, and overall we're good people, but if we repeat negative behaviors, we actually turn into a bad person, even a horrible person, if we don't check ourselves and hold ourselves back and to, like a wake-up call, hey, you know, what I'm doing is wrong. So even if Baruch Hashem, none of you are in the stage where there's actual emotional abuse taking place. But if you never apologize, or very rarely apologize, or if you're constantly critical, or if you do poke your nose, in, you know, if you want to, there's a way with emails and phones, and people, both people have iPhones where a husband and wife make a deal with each other. We could show each other our phones, or we give each other permission to see, to show that we're all, you know, you know, hopefully this filters also, but that you trust each other, that's fine, but you talk it between yourselves, that you give yourself, each other permission for that, but if you over, you know, overextend on going into the private lives of your wife and husband, and, and constantly, um, you know, controlling them, it's not a healthy thing, and the sarcasm, again, you may not be an emotional abuser, but a lot of people that are not necessarily emotional abusers still use sarcasm very often. And um, very often, uh, <laughs> seen it in all forms, in all types of people. And uh, whether, unfortunately, even Big Tamil Chachamim sometimes use it to very, very devastating negative effect. And it may not be mamish abuse, like what we talked, like we talked about earlier, but it's bordering it, and you have to be careful. The teasing—you have to be careful on the extent of your teasing. You may say, "Oh, this is just innocent," but at a certain point, you see it; it's upsetting. You see it's using, pressuring—you know, pushing the wrong buttons. You have to really, really be careful and hold yourself back, and make sure you don't get to that point. It's something that a husband and wife needs to discuss because most of you that are listening to this year, Baruch Hashem, are not at the stage of where, God forbid, there's a real emotional abuse issue. But there are, for sure, because we're all human, behaviors sometimes that come close to it at times. And we have to be very careful. And we're not going to, this is not the subject now, but the manipulation that people use to pressure each other pertaining to sexual. Um, aspect between a husband and wife whether you pressure your husband or wife into sex using terrible um, words to do so or the other way around holding back from sex punishing your spouse um, because they did something wrong this or that so I'm not I'm, I'm gonna hold back we're not we're not going to be together uh, because you don't deserve it because you you uh, you, uh, I told you to go to the cleaners and you didn't, or I told you to do this and you didn't, those type of things. So if you know that you have certain aspects of manipulation in those areas, that means it's time for a wake-up call to try to improve. Um, and um, again, cruel jokes and all these things have to be avoided. So the, the share is really something that 
they're all going to be sure of like this where I really don't want to give, don't want to talk about, don't like talking about. It's very unpleasant and very painful. Uh, but again, even people who, Baruch Hashem, have good marriages and are not at the point of, God forbid, having such things going on in their lives, but we have traces of it. We all do. We could sometimes be very sarcastic. We could sometimes blow up in a hot temper. We could sometimes be manipulative. We could sometimes be excessively jealous of our spouse from time to time. And we need to know how to control that when it comes to the sexual things. It needs to be open, honest communication and not be in, you know, sort of indirect. We need, need to avoid the concept of the silent treatment or stonewalling uh, to the nth degree and stay away from that as much as possible. So may Hashem help that this should all be theoretical. This whole share should not happen. And it should be just a, um, a share for people to be self-aware in order to help other people who may be in such situations and also to do our best to uproot even the subtle behaviors that could lead to the, such serious behaviors. It's worthwhile to minimize to the most nth degree sarcasm or harsh words or silent treatments or certain jokes or criticism or the fact that you never apologize or very rarely apologize. All these things need to work on, to be worked on by regular people, not just people who are chronic emotional abusers. May HaKadosh Baruch help that we should all um, work on ourselves this way, stay away from all these harmful uh, behaviors, and that it should be a safe that marriages and you know for, for children there should always be a healthy and safe environment for all of us where we could thrive and be happy and safe.